Hello, and welcome to Growing Off Track. Growing? Going. Going off track. Hello, and Sorry. welcome to Growing Off Track. I DJed last night track. At, at Idle Hands, and I, my brain is always a little fuzzy the morning after. Your brain is always a little after. idle. It's a little idle right now. <laughs> um, I'm joined by Brad. Yeah, hi. Uh, Steven and Mike are not here, but uh, they're somewhere. Yeah, we love them. We love them. And we, you know... They, we miss them. Yeah, we miss. We love to miss them. That is true. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Uh, so today in the podcast, this is kind of a special episode for me. This is uh, we have Kyle, David, and Zach from Pianos Become the Teeth, um, and David and Zach also play in United Nations with me. And uh, yeah, we've been talking about getting them on forever. Uh, and Pianos put out a new record on Epitaph recently called Keep You, which I think is going to be probably my favorite record of the year. Wow. It's got some competition, but I've listened to it so many times. It's such an incredible album. Uh, and I saw them saw them on their release show here, and it was great. And uh, I think they're, I don't know when you'll be hearing this, but right now they're on tour with Circus Survive and Title Fight on the West Coast. We, uh, so we did a UN tour. They flew back from Cal... They did five release shows, flew to Florida, met us in Florida, played Gainesville Fest, flew to California with us, did 12 shows in a row, flew back to Baltimore, were home for eight days, and then drove their van back to California to start the circuit tour, and then oh, toured back. Dude. I know, it's unreal. That's, so, r- that's rough. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough if you're in both bands. If you're just in one band, <laughs> yeah. like I am, or like, it's no big deal. But uh, yeah, so I thought that was super impressive. But yeah, the record's incredible. Um, everyone should check it out. It's really different for them. I mean, you know, their singer used to scream a lot, and this is the first album where he's kind of singing. And I feel like, you know, we talk about that. That's been a big part of it. But I feel like that shouldn't like overshadow kind of like all the kind of complexity and kind of subtleties of the music as well. It's definitely like, feel like a really brave step for these guys i'm super happy for them so and they're really music is incredibly intense but as you'll see by this podcast they're kind of goofy dudes like us (laughs) so it's not uh it's interesting we talk about that too i mean especially with their singer kyle like this difference between like being perceived as serious and just like writing about having serious art it's like you wouldn't want to hang out with someone that's always like ugh like I'm just so tortured, like blah blah blah, and that's I feel like most people I meet who do, you do that art, and then you meet them, and they're like, "Hey, what's up, dude? Like, let's talk about beer or whatever." I don't know what what my point is with this. It's that you can be cool and do serious art. Yeah, exactly. You can be cool <laughs> and do serious art. Edit. <laughs> just kidding. No, that's that's. I mean, that's 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 kind of what it's all about. I think. Uh, so I'm gonna shut up. Well, actually, I'm not going to shut up. You're going to hear me talking for like the next hour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so David, Zach, and Kyle, pianos become the teeth. Hi, and welcome to Gone Off Track. Uh, I am joined today by Pianos Become the Teeth, three of three of the pianos. Uh, and Brad always likes it when you guys introduce yourselves, if you don't mind. I'm Zach. I play bass and pianos become the teeth. I am David. I play drums. And I'm Kyle, and I sing. Nice. And Dave and Zach also play in United Nations. Yes, we do. This is true. You Uh, are our bandmate. Yeah. (laughs) 
And we hung out super late last night, so we'll see how this goes. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, and you guys are doing your release shows for Keep You. Yeah. How's how's that going? You guys played a lot of new shit last night. <laughs> yeah, it's been going really good so far. It's yeah. just uh, trying to remember how to or play the songs correctly and not mess them up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the shows have been... It's only been Boston and last night at Webster, and it was both shows were awesome. Still, still getting in the groove of playing the new stuff. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's... I feel like probably for so long you guys play the same group of songs. It must oh, be yeah. crazy to, like, yeah. introduce something. Yeah, it's definitely different, but it's good. I feel like the way our set flows, like, playing for... How long was our set? Like, 45? An yeah. hour and... Like, a little bit over an hour. Yeah. It's the longest set we've ever done. But, I don't know, it doesn't... Once we get going, it doesn't really seem like it's any longer, really. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird to mix between, like, old and new, too. You know, because I feel like the vibe of the songs are so different, but trying to make them flow together well, that's that was kind of tricky, but I feel like overall it's going pretty well. Is there anything different you've done vocally on the new record? <laughs> 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 no, that's all the same. <laughs> That last thing, too, I feel like I'm so much more drained and tired after the past two sets than I have been, like, ever playing. Really? That's interesting, because I would think, like, <clears throat> screaming would be so much more exhausting for some reason. Yeah, it's definitely... Screaming's definitely harder, but singing, for me, is just, like, I feel like I have to pay attention to so much more. Yeah. And if I'm out of breath singing, it's, like, kind of all is lost for me a little bit, you know, during the set. Like, screaming, it's, like, kind of, you can get away with sounding awful in a way, but... <laughs> I don't know. So I, just just playing for an hour for us. I mean, for a lot of bands, it's just like average. But for us, it's like we're still getting used to it. I think. Is it? Do you feel like you have to be able to hear yourself better? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. He made us all <coughs> turn down. I had to turn my drums down to five. Oh yeah. wow, that must have been <laughs> tough for you. Yeah, it's it's definitely like it's definitely challenging. You know, having to. Like, I always cared a little bit, but now I, like, really care about stage sound. I kind of, like, I have to be able to hear myself in order to even try to hit a note. Yeah. So. We brought a sound guy with us for the first time ever, and he's been incredible so far. Yeah. It's just, like, trying to figure out uh, how things actually sound on stage and, like, not... Before, it was just like, oh, it's... And kind of just kind of plug cool. and play. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's like we actually have to, like, have to make sure to how it sounds. Like, it sounds good, but... It's definitely kind of weird so far, trying to figure it all out. Um, and Zach, you met the Iron Sheik last night. <laughs> I did. Let's get into that. <laughs> I took a photo. I, I was outside right before your set, and he like pulled up and was just you like, were Dude. super stoked. Yeah, like, this is crazy. It, it was just weird. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I was. It was. You don't expect the Iron Sheik just to roll up and just like hang out outside like the piano show at Webster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like. Um, so he came back again, or he was no, going no, to the he, riffraff show? He was shows? going to the riffraff show. He went to the riffraff show. Because I follow him on Instagram and Twitter and all his social media accounts, obviously. And he's hilarious. So I was super stoked. And he had posted on Instagram earlier yesterday, like, a video of him saying he's in NYC, NYC and he's going to fuck up your city and all this stuff. So... Uh, yeah, I walked over and just like, hello, that's great You to walked meet over you. to his car? Yeah. Okay. I just walked up to, he had like a handler there and I was just like, hey, sorry, excuse me, I'm playing tonight and I just like, I'm really excited that you came to our show. 
And he was just like, <laughs> "Are you like, refraff?" <laughs> he was just looking at me like very oddly, and I was like, "No, seriously, it's a it's a pleasure to meet you." I you know, I follow your career, just made up some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like, take the selfie. Yeah, no, can I take a selfie with you? <laughs> and I did, and he was very nice. He was like super nice. He wasn't loud and <clears throat> cussing like he always is yeah. on the internet. What's the coolest wrestler that's been to one of your shows? Would that be it? That would that would be it. That would be well. <laughs> That would be it. What, um, I guess Vass is sort of a wrestler. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's what's Vass's uh, wrestling name? Gruber. Yeah, Gruber. Charles Gruber. Yeah. Yeah, he's super patriotic. <laughs> um, in your face about it as well. Um, he was on we, the podcast. We talked about wrestling a lot. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's wrestling's definitely cool. I definitely want to get more wrestlers to our shows. Yeah. If CM Punk, if you're listening, maybe Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose, if you want to come and hang out, that'd be cool. You got to send him that selfie, you and the Sheik, and be like, hey, man. I'm in the know. <laughs> this is a thing now. <laughs> I'm relevant. <laughs> it's got to be, that's got to be a tough profession to age. I mean, any profession I think <clears throat> is, I guess, but I feel like it's way harder than music to be like, because it's so physical and it's yeah. so hard. Like, I feel like. Well, I mean, your body breaks down so much over time, and then at that point, you have nothing else to do with your life once you get like 55 and you're a wrestler right like you don't know how to do anything else and i mean like yeah you've made a lot of money but it's all like going to doctor's bills and like surgeries and that kind of stuff iron she hasn't wrestled in a while though no 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 no. he's in a wheelchair oh really yeah he like he was in a wheelchair last night really i didn't know that Yeah, i didn't know that either until i saw the david said is he in a wheelchair there was a guy pulling it out and then he posted videos online and he was (laughs) in a wheelchair of him at the Riff Raff show. That's a really interesting combo. Yeah. You I gotta can't... wonder what that combo is like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do they talk about? Probably being internet personalities. I guess so. I always wonder, though, <laughs> Cultural like... Cultural icons. When, like, really famous people, like, get married and you're like, what, do you guys just talk about, like, being famous all the time? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys just count money together? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's so weird. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what you... I don't know what. See, I my biggest thing last night was I was wondering if Katy Perry was going to be there because her and Riff Raff have like a thing. Yeah, really? They're, they're dating. Yeah. Apparently, maybe they're not. I'm pretty sure. They, I thought they were too. I thought but they were. When I said something to, they were like, because they, went to, so. the, they went to the they went to the VMAs. They went to the VMAs together, dressed as Britney and Justin from like the '90s VMAs, where they came in all denim. Really? They came as a couple. They were like blinged out. Yeah, and blinged then out denim. And then, like, I said something to my girlfriend about it, and she was like, "Yeah, I think they're dating." So I've just been going with that information for a while now. So according to Zach's girlfriend, yes. <laughs> um. That's that's the information that I had. Okay, and it's it's New York City. It's not like Riff Raff's playing Omaha, right? In right. New York, there's a chance Katy yeah, Perry's coming for sure. There's a chance, but I didn't see her. Yeah, I didn't but. see a lot of celebs last night aside from the Sheik. Yeah, the Sheik, Riff Raff, he had some sick braids. Yeah, like I mean purple on one side, pink on the other. <laughs> He's actually bigger than I thought he would be. Really? Like, he, I mean, from afar, he looked like a bigger dude. I mean, he's suing James Franco. Oh, for the uh, spring breakers. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like he like basically stole his 
persona. But it seems like he credited it to him, sort of, right? I don't know. I just heard that he was like trying to sue J- James Franco for Did like. Did Natalie tell you this? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. No, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, he probably has a right to sue if, if he feels like his identity. Copyright or, infringement yeah. on his gimmick? Yeah. Should I sue Bass Nectar? <clears throat> Steve Aoki? Yeah. You look just like me. Yeah. Sue Jesus. <laughs> look, Jesus. Jesus, we gotta have a talk. Have you guys ever had to threaten to sue <clears throat> anyone? Like anyone, like, use your music in something? Or, like, nah, not really. No one wants to so. use our music. Yeah, no. <laughs> if they did, we'd welcome it. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Seems like kind of a dead end I'm going down here. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we had our song in like a BMX video one time. That was cool. Uh, really? Yeah, we that didn't get wasn't any money the, for like, it. right version of the it song. Wasn't, it, it wasn't like the demo right version. version. Yeah. I sounded the wrong version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> like Matt Hoffman bikes, dirt track. Nice. Game or I don't know, video. I, don't, I have no clue. It was definitely not for Matt Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only bike company I know. I know. Them and like Mongoose, 19, but they sell Mongoose at Kmart now. That was like Fox or something. Isn't that like a... Fox is one, I think, yeah. yeah. Could have been like GT or something like that. I don't know. I mean, since being on Epitaph is like, are you going to be in like skate videos and stuff now? Is that like... I hope so. Like yeah. a new Tony Hawk video game? We're yeah. just going to be trying to sue people all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to get in like the 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 sports music background game like who does the music for sports center it's always like metal music yeah that's true like who does that that could be us we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should talk to brett about that yeah maybe we should he likes <laughs> who sports. does that brett that could be us <laughs> <laughs> it could be no, so it won't be what's um What's the reaction been like to the record so far? Because I don't know if you guys saw, I had this dude who's incredibly offended with what I wrote about you guys for Noisy. <laughs> I heard about that. I think it was, this guy said it was, quote unquote, the most disgusting thing he's ever seen. Uh, That's a pretty fair assessment. Well, it was so weird because I was just like, I was like, this is very different. I'm not sure if their fans will like it. Fans of, you know, like Touche or La Dispute will mm. sort of, and he was like, this is so insulting to Jordan. And uh, to um, Jeremy, and uh, I didn't really mean it like that. Like I, I think those bands are great too, but I do feel like it's very kind of different for for that scene. Maybe not that those bands aren't also doing kind of challenging stuff. Yeah, no, I, I feel like <clears throat> I mean we obviously know those guys very well. Yeah, like, I feel like if we talked about that with them, they'd just like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, totally. like they they will not care. Yeah. They don't care. They wouldn't take it like that. So that's just people blowing up over nothing it's and wanting internet. to find a reason to be upset about something. But I think that that's like, I don't know if that's like a cultural thing or with the internet, but I feel like people like love to be like offended by stuff. Oh, now. yeah. It's and definitely like, like the, the young generation on the internet yeah. that never had anything but the internet. Yeah. Like they're so entitled <clears throat> for some reason. Yeah. I, uh, I saved a bunch of comments. <laughs> I'm going to read them on the air waves. This was one of my favorites. This was a tweet from Night Pain when the, when the first song came out. Took three albums, but Pianos Kill the Teeth finally don't totally suck now. <laughs> 
And uh, Douglas Coleman on Facebook got real ballsy here. I just wish bands didn't feel the need to mature. It's like, just stick to your roots. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I prefer another track like Filial or Houses We Dine as compared to this crap. That's it. And then <laughs> there's the one from a name I can't pronounce. With Screams, much better. Sorry. <laughs> And then Ian Sheely really took the cake with this one. <laughs> fuck clean vocals, fuck epitaph, fuck hiding, fuck pianos between the teeth. There's thousands of shitty post-hardcore bands. Why does epitaph feel the need to destroy one of the only few remaining melodic hardcore bands I love? Yeah, that was funny because I felt like the comments, a lot of them were like, I can't believe epitaph convinced Kyle. To <laughs> Which is like... That's such an insane yeah. thing to think. Like that's the first place people go. Yeah, yeah it just or like the know, epitaph unreal. would come to you and be like, "We want to sign you. We want you to completely change your style." Yeah, seriously. I, I don't know what people are thinking. Like if that that's just how it works, you know. But it's not, and that didn't happen. <laughs> and everyone's an idiot. <laughs> I also like uh, the idea of that first guy being like. Like, who's like, pianos finally don't suck. Like, yeah. being like, I'm going to listen to this. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. First two records, I hate it. Right. But let me listen to this one. Oh, this doesn't totally suck. My my favorite was there was another kid who commented, and it was like, I hate it that Epitaph does this to bands. They did this to my favorite band, Thursday, and look how they turned out. And it was <laughs> like, whoa, man, what are you talking about? I know, but I do feel like when I was like 15 or 16, I probably totally thought, like that kind of stuff. Just oh, I feel yeah. like when you just don't know how things work. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have, you have no clue how those things work. And on top of that, it's like, I mean, when it, it's inevitable for somebody who doesn't have that scope to think like, Oh, they went from a smaller label to a bigger label and they changed their style. It must've been like the label's fault. Right. Right. Cause that's, that's the thing that changed. Exactly. Well, it's interesting too, because I feel like, like, remember that show we played in Langston, we opened for Circle, where that guy was just yelling at us to get off stage the whole set? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Circa. Don't care. Like, so angry about it. So angry. And it's like, so get off stage. And it's like, there's set times. Yeah. Like, we're not just going to get off. Like, you know what I mean? There's actually a Life One Sauce is playing after us. Yeah. And then Circa. And if you don't like us, you're really not going to like them. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny. Even, like, sometimes when, when, like, it's, like, the kind of show where people are just, like, yelling requests and you're like, the band clearly, like, has a set list they're going off. <laughs> like, they're not like, let's just go up there and hope for something. Let's wing it. Whoever yells the loudest, we'll just do that one. <laughs> this isn't a Bruce Springsteen concert. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions maybe once... Yeah, I mean, where where were we? Oh yeah, we were at um, we were on tour with Coheed and Cambria like three years ago, and everyone hated us on that tour. <laughs> everyone, even the lighting guy. But uh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, but this guy comes up to me. At the, I'm sitting at the bar. The show's about to start, and this guy comes up to me in a Breaking Benjamin shirt, <laughs> and he's already like hammered. Monster Energy hat, right? Yeah, like already hammered, and he's just like. Hey, bro, you know what time going in camera place? And it's like 7 o'clock. And I was like, I don't know, probably like 10.30. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he was like flabbergasted. It's like, I was like, yeah, man, there's two other bands that Wait, are opening. He's like, there's other bands? Dude, what the fuck, man? And he like was so pissed and stormed off. It's like, have you never been to a concert before? 
Like, they don't just, like, the show doesn't start at seven and they play for seven hours. Like, <laughs> 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 what? Why do you think people didn't like it on that tour? Just the reaction or just... <laughs> <laughs> there was so many instances on that tour. That show was in Indiana. And I remember vividly playing and there being a girl with her hands on the railing and sleeping <laughs> or set and the guys are walking out just Chicago. giving their fingers there's dudes in affliction backers. shirts and backwards monster energy hats that were walking out and just giving the finger to us as they're walking out <laughs> love that tour yeah <laughs> the first enough. night the first night of tour <clears throat> was in virginia and there was these like like literally some kid as soon as we like came out like the lights dimmed we walked out, and some kid yells like, "Not Coheed, where's Coheed?" <laughs> like yelling, and it's just like, "Dude, it's the show so, just started. So this is how this is gonna go." Yeah, huh? yeah. and then we walked here. off stage, <laughs> and uh, Coheed's manager Blaze, who's awesome, was just like, "Hey man, that, that went pretty good. Nobody booed, like, <laughs> you did, or you didn't get anything thrown at you." It's like, is that something that might happen? <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that something that happens on tour? I don't think I've ever gotten anything actually thrown at me. I mean, I've definitely thrown things at people. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> Wait, what? I had I have a Zach's long into throwing past. change at bands. I have a long past of throwing things at bands. One of Zach's good friends, I hated for the longest <laughs> time. I didn't realize that they were so close, you know. But I like I'd see him at every show and be like, man, fuck that guy. I hate well, him. We did used to be obnoxious, and like at that show that Kyle. It's talking about my friend. We it was like a, it was like my couple romance, the used Finch, the Rice, and like story of the year. And at Salisbury, at Salisbury, and uh, my friend Rudy, who you can't miss because he's like six foot two, and at this point had like blonde dreadlocks sitting on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he, we were just literally. I can't remember what we were throwing. I hear what it was, but it was change or like bottle. It was beer bottles. I think we were throwing Jesus. beer bottles at Burt McCracken. And <laughs> and like Burt McCracken stopped the show, and he was just like, "It's that motherfucker with the dreadlocks." <laughs> <laughs> it's that motherfucker, and like literally, everyone's was like, like turning and looking at at like Rudy. And I'm standing there, just like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah." Like we just used to do terrible things to bands. Like we're seeing him like flick cigarettes <laughs> just into the crowd, and like, "Oh my god, this is the worst." I we played or we were. We saw Taking Back Sunday at 930 Club, and it was, like, a very poignant moment in the set. Everybody's, like, really into it, and Adam Lazar is trying to, like, pour his heart out. It's like, yeah, last time we were here, I was going through a really hard time in my life. I was drinking a lot, and uh, I was I had I had a cane because I had fallen off stage drunk, and, like, I had 32 stitches in my face. And our friend Josh just yelled out, that's fucking gross! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's dead silent. It's like, he just stops and is like... He stares. It's like like next thing he starts talking. He's like boring. <laughs> yeah. There's this band Lost City Angels, and they were on tour with Flogging Molly, and they were opening, and they sucked real bad. So we just were throwing quarters. Just, they're just like pelting them. Made <laughs> a really good picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> this was a long Zach. time ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So do you feel like if anyone throws stuff at you, it's kind of like karma? Yeah. I. Yeah. I yeah, I, I would totally. Would you talk about all the things that you did to Aaron Simons? <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. gonna do that. 
I'm not a. I'm not this bad of a person. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> we all do. We all do dumb stuff when we're younger. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, from a small town, there was nothing else to do except be an asshole. Yeah. What about you guys? Were you guys also jerks? <laughs> nah, I was. Nah, I was not a jerk. I was always a nice guy. I think. Thanks, Co. How about you, David? <laughs> I was just in the pit nonstop. Smash. Just working on my moves. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in this noisy article, we talked kind of about like how maybe there's like a misconception that you're like the super dark guy. Like, I feel like because I feel like whenever I picture Kyle, I'm like, I bet you Kyle was just like journaling <laughs> or something. Whittling. Which is probably like totally not true. Like, you're, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird for me to think about. Yeah. You know, I like, I feel like that's my role in the band, I guess. But like, I don't really. I don't know. I just try to write lyrics from the heart and try to sing the best that I can and just put out a good record. And that's really like, I mean, there's obviously more depth to it than that, but it's like, I feel like it's all in that. It's not like how I live my life or whatever. That's just like how I try to portray the band kind of. Right. Well, what's interesting is like, so when Vass was on, we talked about like mortality a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like I talk about, like we talk about it all the time in the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, he was like, I don't, he's like, I just have shit to do. Like, I don't think about that stuff. He's like, I think about what I want to get done today. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's like a really, that makes a lot of sense, but yeah. I can't. Well, it's definitely, it's easy, at least for me, it's like, at least when I'm like sitting down to write or just doing whatever, it's like, that's kind of the, if there's ever going to be a time I'm going to think about it, that's going to be the time, you know, and just kind of like try to get my thoughts out. But other than that, it's not like this thing that I try to dwell on. Cause yeah, it's like. Yeah, you can't function as a normal person thinking about that kind of stuff all the time. You know, right. like, yeah, I, I have a life. I just, I mean, it, it is weird because the band is such like a huge part of my life, you know? So, and obviously these themes are very, I've, we've talked about this before, but it's like a, an, a, an occurring theme because it's such a popular topic in my life because I do it all the time. But it, I feel like, I don't know, it, it doesn't really. I don't know, it's hard to explain. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? It's like, you just can't let it, like, get to you that much. Like, there's a time for it, and then, cool, I'm gonna go live my life now. Right. I just remember, like, when I got the record, like, the first time I heard April, I was like, oh my god, like, this is so, so intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel weird about it sometimes. Like, I don't, I mean, I feel like guys can attest, like, I don't really like, like, it's very weird to have people know things about you, and you have no idea who they are. Yeah. And I kind of hate it. Yeah. But it's also completely my fault. So I can't be mad at it, but it's also like, I I understand people like latching onto it and wanting to find something to like help them or whatever, which like, I love that. Like, that's why I loved bands growing up and stuff like that. And I want to, I don't mind being that person for people, but it's also like, I don't know. I'm not this like, there's some people who have it, you know, and I'm not that guy. I just, I just want to sing and. Maybe bullshit a little bit with you after after the show if you're having a hard time or something, but I just I don't really know what I'm doing, so it's weird for me to try to help somebody else out. Yeah, and I don't know, just like writing super heavy stuff. It's kind of like it takes its toll a little bit, but it's also like I don't know. I can't. That's just how it happens. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's 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 so weird because it is so personal, but it's also kind of such it's. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's weird because I feel like the people who I, 
the only people I ever care about impressing are my wife, my friends, and my family. You know, it's, it's like if they hear the record and they know me and they know where everything's coming from, it's like I know that they all understand and appreciate it, and it, like that's enough for me, kind of. You know, and I like that because it's not like I'm trying to like portray this image or something it's just kind of like oh yeah like you wrote this this makes perfect sense that you would write this you know that's how i feel it should be kind of and i feel like that's how it is but then with other people it's like it's like such a far away thing to me and then when people come up and talk to me about it it's just like i just don't want to yeah you know especially not anymore i mean i like my own fault again i've been harping on it for a long time but now i'm just like i don't want to talk about this really ever again so it's, I feel like it's weird, like, yesterday we were, like, at right after soundcheck, like, Evan was doing, like, the sound clips and everything, mm-hmm. and, like, getting the levels right, mm-hmm. and, like, I feel like he was playing the part in Cripples, and I was like, that's gotta be so, like, just, like, annoying almost, to just, <laughs> yeah. that's such a personal thing to, like, hear over a loudspeaker. It's just weird hearing my mom's voice all yeah. of a sudden, like, yeah. it's just so, yeah. so weird, it, it's not even, like... The clip, I feel like, you know, you listen to something over and over again, no matter how emotionally intense it is, like, you hear it enough, you kind of, like, it doesn't, like, maybe phase you as much. Like, when you first wrote Cripples and played that, that was, like, a hard clip to hear, and then we kept playing it for years. It's like, okay, like, I'm used <clears> to it, kind of, you know, and then we stopped playing it, and then now that we're playing it again, and I hear that clip, it's just like, man, fuck it, like, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. So, it, it's a different kind of anger at a different point in your life, yeah. but it's just, like, it doesn't really af- affect me, because I know what it is, but it's just, like... I don't want to, I just don't want to be. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Like, I, f- I feel like we stopped playing it for so long that I just kind of, like, forgot about, like, how, like, intense that song was yeah. when we first wrote it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, same. It's just, it's just weird. Like, there's no way around it, you know? It's, like, we wrote those songs, but it's just, just weird. Well, what was weird, too, is, like, in that review we were talking about earlier, the guy was like, well... He said something to me, to me about, like, he's like, well, Kyle's married now, he's happier, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how do you know? <laughs> like, I mean... I mean, yeah, that, that's Lauren's true. great and everything. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's true, but it's like, I just think it's so weird when people are like, well, this is where this person's come, this person I don't know is coming from. It's like, you don't know, like, how do you know if someone's happy or not? Or, like, even yeah. when you're happy, it's like, you're not happy all the time. Yeah, for sure. It's the same, it's, yeah, I'm not happy all the time, I'm not mad all the time, It just, like... I don't know. It, it, it's like it's a loaded topic, but just like our band sounds a certain way, so people are just gonna assume it's like, oh, there's that heaviness with that. It must affect every other aspect of their life. It's right. just complete, completely untrue. Like we we write very intense music, but I feel like we are the least intense people <laughs> ever. Yep. Yeah, you know, we we're <laughs> just you know. <laughs> yeah. Like we, it just I don't know. I wish somebody could be a fly on the wall on tour with us for a day and be like, oh yeah, these guys are just not what i mean i don't know it, it's hard to explain because it's like i want our band to be an intense band like live like i want you to have a certain feeling watching us play because that's we feel that way when we play right like on stage like yeah like we mean this but then off stage it's like yeah let's have some fun well there's a very different let's, thing between like taking your band seriously and taking yourself seriously like, exactly it seems like yeah that's how we are too it's like take the band seriously but it's like you don't want to be serious all the time yeah. like that's so boring I feel like it's it's impossible for us to do that. I don't know. Yeah. We couldn't do that if we tried, I yeah. don't think. Like, Somebody would fart and it'd all be over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like... And it's probably you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when, when Kyle got married, I remember feeling, like, so weirded out because the next day I went on the internet 
<clears throat> and it was like on Absolute Punk, like, congrats to Kyle yeah, from like, Piano's Become the Teeth. And it was like a link to like one of our Instagram posts of like at the wedding. And it was like, and like the comments were like, oh, so happy for them that like, so happy for them. And like, it was like, that band needs joy in their life. We're like, so happy. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you think? You think we like walking around with rain clouds over? Yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, it's I can, weird. I get it to to a point. You know, there's bands you hear. It's like, man, those dudes are like, like gloom and doom all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I I understand why that happens, but for us, it's not the case at all. But I think a lot of bands, like I feel like even like last night, like you guys were out with Frameworks and Gates, like I feel like those bands are also like super intense. Yeah, and definitely sure. not like super serious people. No. Like totally. I think there's, there, I don't know, like there's got, I feel like there's something <clears throat> like attributed to that, you know, it's like, I feel like you are so emotionally heavy musically, you kind of, you can't be that way Yeah, in real life or it's like you are that way in real life. So you can't like. I don't know. But I think I, a lot of people just don't don't have any outlet for that. Like, just don't think about their emotions. Yeah. Or just, you know, it's like, what do I have to do today to go to work? You know, like, yeah. it's. I think it's at least, like, you have that kind of outlet. No, yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's strange to think about. It is strange to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what, something else I think is interesting about you guys is, uh, Zach, you're a big fan of country music. I, I am. Which I feel like Zach has this whole other side life where he's like You are you're like enamored by my like side life. I'm not only enamored by it, like I sort of want to be you. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel Come like, move in. Yeah? The computer room's open at my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> Got a futon in there and everything. Sounds good, man. Yeah, no, because I feel like you have the band and all that stuff and then you have like your whole other like set of friends and country like country music and all this other stuff. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's like let's like kind of clear the air here. Like, <laughs> I don't like go home and I put on a cowboy hat and like hop in my F one fifty Oh and my just, god. And just listen to <laughs> Jason Aldean or something all the time. No, but I, I, I generally do I'm not making fun of you at all, by the way. No, 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 I know, but I just don't want to get like, it's like I have like a piece of hay in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. But like, um, I, I don't know, like when when we get home from tour, I do not like to leave Ken Island where I live. I like, I, like I could not imagine like going home and living in a city. It would like bother me. Like, I just want to, like, I like being like at kind of out in the middle of nowhere and being there, you happen to come upon a bunch of country music all the time playing at my local favorite watering hole, Big Bats Cafe. <laughs> Which, if you go there now, my friends have hacked into the internet and changed the Wi-Fi to Big Zacks instead of Big Bats. Nice. Yeah, so I'm getting there in the popularity game. But, uh, How are you doing with the golden tea there? Uh, I 2015 just came out. Okay. And uh been playing pretty well. Nice. Uh, shot a 15-under on the Pearl Lagoon last week before we left. <laughs> yeah, so I play a lot of Golden Tee. <laughs> Listen to country Listen music. Country. Well, no, I... Okay. Taking <laughs> <laughs> the hole. All right, here's how the story goes. Okay, let's do it. About two years ago, my lovely girlfriend, Allie, and I were living with some friends of ours in a house, and... They all the girls. There's a song by this guy named Luke Bryan called uh, "What's the song called? Which one? The remix? No, the Drunk on You. 
Oh, yeah. Good song. That, good song. That, that is a good song. So, see? It's not just me. Uh, so, And they were all like, man, we love this song. And they play it all the time. And I hated it. Hated it so much. And then one night, I was in a tank top, barefoot in the grass, grilling grilling food on the grill, drinking a beer. And it came on and it just hit me. <laughs> it literally was like, I get it now. This is the this is the good life. This is it's like barefoot this, this in the grass. Is, this is what it's like to be high on like, summertime. Yeah, like it's literally about being high on summertime, just hanging out, drinking, being outside. Okay. And I I was into it. So then the lifestyle just took over. So then like I'm still not completely sold on this whole thing. But Allie and I go to see Luke Bryan in concert. <clears throat> And it was tight. People tailgate like they do for football games. Really? For country concerts. Like, just booze, flip cup, beer pong, everything. Like, all day party in a parking lot. And I'm just, an, I'm enamored by this that's happening. So I had a blast. And the, the concert was great. Like, he, like, came out and played, like, songs by himself on piano. And, like, he, like, really talented. And I was like, that was cool. So I started delving deeper down the rabbit hole, you know? And, I mean, I'm kind of into it now. That's cool. I, I mean, you've always been a Garth fan, though. Oh, yeah, Garth yeah, Brooks. So. That was my first concert when I was a little kid. I really? grew up listening to Garth because my mom and my sister loved country music, too. So. Still love Garth Brooks. What was... How, how did Chris Gaines go over when that came out? Not no. good. Not good? <laughs> Not good. Looking back on it now, it's... That is so crazy to think about someone that big of a star doing something like that. Like, it's, like I feel like it's kind of... His management had to, like... They were either, like the sole reason for it or like like fire sale we're selling everything like just we we're we got to do something like i think it's kind of cool though looking back on it like i think it's kind of his, a cool move. like weird bowl cut that he had for it was not cool <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, he's like i'm the biggest country star in the world i'm gonna reinvent myself as this like weird brooding goth guy yeah yeah chris Gaines. <laughs> i don't know if i I don't. I With the most normal name ever, <laughs> <laughs> like even more normal than Garth Brooks. I couldn't. T- I couldn't tell you what that music sounded like either. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. I just remember people making fun of it forever. Yeah, like immediately. But yeah, I will say you guys do have like n- maybe not the taste of music that people expect. I feel like Kyle has <clears throat> the exact taste that I would expect. We always talk about grade. Yeah, which makes sense. But then it's like I remember when we were backstage at DC Nine. And David went to take a nap. <laughs> and it always da- happens. David lies on the couch, and I was—I think I was—I think Perp was there. Yep. And we were hanging out, and uh, he, David just put in his headphones and was listening to Kesha so loud oh, yeah. that, like, I was like, I don't know how anyone could like. Yeah, it's, it's I don't think I could sleep through yeah, this. And I, I, these aren't in my ears. I'm asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear his headphones in the back of the van when I'm like sitting up front. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, like, he'll fall asleep, and his iPod will go, just be on shuffle or something. And it'll just be, like, literally, like, Black Eyed Peas. I'll be snoring. <laughs> like, Fergie. Like, all this stuff. And it's like, dude, how are you sleeping through this? I don't know how Black Eyed Peas got on my iPod. <laughs> you uh-huh. keep saying that. <laughs> and I, I think I took it off. But for whatever reason, that is, like, insanely, like, so much louder than anything else on my iPod. <laughs> yeah, it's always, like, blaring. But and it always came on on shuffle. But my iPod's broken now, so. Yeah, I heard they just stopped making iPods. That's what somebody said. Yeah. 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 So David's broken and they stopped making them. Isn't that weird to think about? <laughs> it is weird to think about. <clears throat> Remember when getting an iPod was such a big deal? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's all just getting, like, integrated into other stuff. Yeah. I mean, now they make 128 gig iPhones, so why do you need it? 
I yeah, I guess that's true. It's it's their way to make people buy iPhones instead of Samsungs. Because if you can't buy a iPod, you would essentially have to buy an iPhone, correct? Yeah. So, well, no, I guess they make touches still, right? I think yeah, they make they, yeah they, they make, make the mini like the little clip on one I think too. Okay. Yeah, I don't but know yeah. if they make the touches. Either way, I think it it basically like just funnels more people into buying the iPhone. Yeah. So. I I don't really like my iPhone, but I, I feel like now I'm just so all my shit's Apple. It's like I'm kind of trapped. I'm yeah. Not trapped, but I'm also too lazy to actually. I'm like I know there's something cheaper and better, <laughs> but I just don't want to go yeah. through. See, I just don't like. I don't like the operating like the just the layout of the droid stuff. It just it's like too like scattered. It just seems like not well put together to me. But I mean maybe if I used it, I yeah. would think that. Probably pretty know? quick. I feel yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm also not very smart. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hillbilly, you know. <laughs> Listen to country music, weird cowboy boots. No, man, I I I I love Ken Island. Uh yeah, and last time we were there, we got crabs. That, that was incredible. Yeah, we paid a bunch of money for crabs, cause, and my dad complained how he'd never pay for crabs ever. <laughs> I wish I was there for that. And then he went crabbing the next day when we left and caught, like, two bushels of crabs. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks a lot, this, Dad. This photo of these incredible crabs. Like, it's like, yeah, I just caught these. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Do you know dad. how to do that? Go yeah. crabbing? Yeah. yeah. Is it hard? No, not really. I mean, it. I mean, there's, like, multiple ways to do it, but... um. The way that, like, we always do it, because the way my dad did it as a kid, like, you just, we go down to, like, Taylor's Island, where we, like, wrote a bunch of the record, and walk around, we have, like, roller nets, they have, like, a little wheel on the bottom, they're, like, a foot wide, and you tie a, a inner tube to your waist with a bushel basket, God, I sound more and more like a hit every minute. <laughs> Go down and shut corn by the river. <laughs> and then you just walk around and the like there has to be like, you know, conditions that has to be low tide and you walk around with the roller net and catch some crabs. That's about it. <laughs> Is it still like I feel like that kind of stuff though, it's like, you know, like New York like used to have so many oysters. Like it used to be like kind of like a like basically it was food for like poor people because you yeah. could go out and crash it and then it got so polluted and stuff that doesn't exist i mean is that happened with crabbing too yeah. like it's it's a lot like it's it's definitely not like it used to be yeah but i mean it's still like crabs used to be just be like i mean my dad has like pictures of my grandfather like like because he was a waterman and like the you couldn't move in the boat like a 30 foot work boat there's just crabs everywhere like you could not move and like now it's it's not like that at all but yeah it's pollution like over crabbing like yeah it kind of seems like that's a, the what happens to everything like it used to be awesome and then by the time like <laughs> i feel like i show up they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry you have Instagram. <laughs> uh, hey, why don't you just move over to you Maryland? You think I should? I really think you should move to Maryland, specifically I, Ken Island. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, everybody you talk to knows Ken Island. That is true. Yeah. Because I have a really good friend uh, here who's from Annapolis. Yeah. And uh, even him, like, it's like, like yeah, Ken, he's like, yeah, man, everyone. And we, last time we were hanging out here, some girl got married. Julie. Oh yeah, Julie. That's right. Julie's. Uh, she asked me where I was from. I was like, uh, "It's a place in Maryland called Ken Island." She was like, 
Oh, I've been there. What? <laughs> How? And back to Garth Brooks. <laughs> it's because the the wedding place, the <clears throat> beach club, the Today Show did like a. But what does thing. that have to do with Garth Brooks? I'll get there. Everything has to do with Garth Brooks. <laughs> the Today Show basically does this thing every year where they give away like a dream wedding to a couple. Okay. And the couple picked the beach club on Ken Island. So the Today Show was there and they brought in like Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks to like sing their wedding song, like duet. Dang. So. Wow. Yeah. All goes back to Garth. This whole world. Yeah. <laughs> this whole world. Revolves around him. And David, you have a pretty uh, interesting job as well. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I work for a music instrument rental company. Have you done it? Like, what's like the craziest kind of event you've done? <clears throat> the weirdest one was when they hired me to be at the show. It was cool in the gang at like some award ceremony at uh, the Kennedy Center. <clears throat> so I brought all this gear, setting it all up. I like go to plug in the keyboards. I'm like, oh no, we don't need that. Like, I asked the sound guy. I was like, uh, where's like the DI for this keyboard? He's like, oh, we don't need that. It's like, okay, like, <laughs> well, I don't have like any sort of keyboard. And he's like, no, 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 they're they're just like pretending to play. No I was like, way. Really? It's like, yeah, they have like their own CD player. And we're just gonna play the CD. And so I'm, I'm like setting up the drum set. I was like, had these like sound off things, or just like rubber pads that go on the drums. And I had, like, two sets of the same cymbals, and, like, they double-stacked the cymbals. So, like, the dude was playing drums, but you really couldn't hear it at all. And, like, everyone was just, like, pretending to play their instruments, like, along to the CD. And I think they had, like, one live mic. But then, like, the background singers were just fake mics. <laughs> and it I was seems like, like it, it would like, be harder than just playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the band was really funny about it, like... uh since it was award ceremony, they had like a certain amount of time that they had to play or whatever. Uh, so like whatever the production manager like goes over to the keyboard player, like whispers in here, like, oh, you only got like five minutes left. And he's like, turns around. He's like, hey, man, you can't talk to me while I'm playing. You're going to mess me up. <laughs> like they were like, <laughs> they knew it was like such a joke. Like they were having fun with it. But that was probably like the weirdest, like, just like, man, I've never like seen this actually happen this way. Yeah. Um. But I've also worked with them before when they were like a live band. Okay. So then they don't always do that. I gotcha. think it was just for the award ceremony, so it was like a quick like in and out type thing. Um Inauguration it was pretty crazy, right? <clears throat> was that the one yeah, with like I, that was on the mall? That big concert Yeah, I like, wasn't well, I did uh Earth Day Festival. Maybe it was it that's I'm when I that's the, when I got slapped in the face by Questlove. Yeah. <laughs> Please elaborate. That's the one with like Bruce Springsteen and like there was a bunch of people played like on the steps and there was like a I think it was Earth Day. It might be Fourth of July. I know we do Maybe that on the Capitol lawn. Uh, so Questlove, we were doing Earth Day, and it was like the Roots was like the house band and like I think Sting performed with them and like a bunch of people and. Like, I was fixing something, and I was walking off stage as, like, Questlove was walking on stage. And he was turned around looking at the band who was off stage, like, direction I was going into. And he's, like, waving them on. And as he turns, I'm passing him, and he just smacks me, like, super hard in the face. And his hand is, like, huge. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big dude, and it definitely hurt. But he was like, 
oh my god dude i am so sorry <laughs> and this is like all these like millions of people could like just see me just like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's when i got it wasn't intentional i, just <laughs> I didn't piss them off. remember when you did justin bieber oh yeah i i <laughs> i guess before he was like super famous um he was doing this like sweet 16 party something in uh baltimore and i had no idea who he was and like he was like the special guest like no one was talking about the special guest and some sound guy or something i heard like him talking to somebody else said justin bieber i was like who (laughs) so i like googled i was like justin bieber (laughs) because i had no idea who he was (laughs) and i think it auto-corrected to bieber and i was like clicked on like one of the songs i was like oh i've heard this song before and i still didn't like know anything about him so he's like about to get on stage and we had to clear the stage because they just had like a track and he would like his dances or whatever so i'm like rushing there was like a five minute changer so i'm rushing to get stuff off the stage and he's just like standing there and like his all his dancers are just like in my way and i had no idea who this like group of kids were <laughs> so i'm just like excuse me get out of my way <laughs> And then uh, Justin Bieber's like slapping on my chest. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah. I guess he was like getting pumped up. And I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Justin like, Bieber. Like, What's that? Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> he beeped me right on the chest. <laughs> but uh, I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm trying to work here. And like <laughs> kept like pulling my gear off. And then he got on stage. I was like, oh, that's the kid. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> you could be friends now. You could be hanging out could be that could have been the start of a beautiful friendship you could have been like usher <laughs> you could have been his new usher yeah that was a pretty weird one I'm trying to think else other weird stuff i've done <laughs> with my work that's a that's a loaded question <laughs> <laughs> with my work <laughs> yeah i heard a story zach recently did this really cool podcast what was that one called digression sessions digression sessions yeah <laughs> you told some some good david stories i hadn't heard before well, I just mm-hmm. told the one about you getting drugged. Yeah. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your fault, man. Yeah, it, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but I was kind of drunk. Maybe what, so what led I up to that. <laughs> if I wasn't as drunk, I probably would have, like... Not been drugged? Yeah. 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 Whatever. I'm here. <laughs> Still alive. Still alive. Still kicking. Kyle, any good? Uh, Thankful for all my friends. Cool in the gang. Take care of me. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I was like, I don't really have any cool, interesting, fun celebrity stories or anything like that. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I worked with uh, John Stamos. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that recent? Yeah, he was in Ocean City, drumming for the Beach drumming Boys. for the Beach Boys. Really? And I was there working that show. And we were just hanging out all day. He was asking me about my family, like where I'm from, what I do. How's his drum skills? They're pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I was like his personal tech. He like kept handing me my fo- his phone and was like, hey, could you go set this like over by the like drum riser? And I'm like taking a hundred selfies. That, I, t- <laughs> I thought about that and He's I was like, I don't know if this would like get me fired. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? He's good looking. He's a yeah. stunning man. He's he is a stunning dude. Man. Yeah. Did you find yourself staring at him a lot? (laughs) 
No, but I guess there was an article that said like John Stamos was in Ocean City and he found love because he posted a picture of like crabs, like eating crabs or whatever. And it was like, I'm in love. And like, so many of my friends like sent me that article. It was like, I think John Stamos is in love with you. <laughs> like, I don't know. But he was cool. He was super nice. He remembered my name after like the first time I told him. Yeah. It was cool. I'm horrible at remembering I'm bad name. at it too. Yeah. So when people like remember your name, I'm like, wow. I think there's like a way <clears throat> to say we've met before that's cool and a way to do it that is like, I hate so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like if it's someone like me, I'm like, oh yeah, hey, we met at that one thing. Like, mm. oh, this is cool. We're seeing each other again. And some people are like, we've met three times. <laughs> the first time was here. The next, and it's like, yeah, we met at a show in like some other city. Everyone's drinking. It's like, I, people get so mad about that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. David's, well, you're the guy, like, there's be people, like, come up and you'll be like, oh, hey, how you doing, man? It's good. To... And then it's always, like, me and you, or you and I, and you're like, who was that? <laughs> David, that's so-and-so. You've met 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, if you're on tour, though, and you're playing the sim- similar cities, there's people that you don't really know well, but you know you've met before. Yeah, it's like, totally. oh, what's up, man? But, like, Yo, what's up, man? Happens like 50 times a night. Exactly. Every night. So it's hard to like kind of, unless you like really know that person. It's my, weird. My favorite thing is when people get you, get Kyle and David confused just because you guys have long hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so have, many Instagram posts. Just met Kyle from Pianos and it's a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this got brought up with my friend uh, yesterday. Uh, there was a post and I was just like so fed up with it at that point. I just like commented. I was like, that is not Kyle. That is me. <laughs> so then she like she changed like the name from Kyle Durfee to David Herx. <laughs> I was like, dude, like if you just clicked on my thing, you could see my name is right there. Herx. <laughs> David Herx. David Herx. <laughs> oh man. You like ever people, think, people you like ever think post that- like a picture of like me like signing like sign their ticket or whatever and it's like a big d and a little scribble and a big h and a little scribble and they're like kyle durfee just signed my ticket you ever think that they know it's you but they want to put it on the internet and say it's kyle because they think kyle's cooler than you that's that's a valid point and they think people will like it more if it's kyle have you ever gotten mistaken for being daryl from glassjaw (laughs) no but you have i have that would may have been one of the Funniest interactions I've ever seen between two human beings. <laughs> you just went on it with this so long. You, you went with it for so long that by the time that you had to reveal, you should have not. Dude, it was so funny because this kid was like, "So like, I'm so influenced by what you do. Like, it's made such a big impact on my life." I was like, "Oh, this guy must mean like my writing." Like, he's like, <laughs> I was like, he, he couldn't mean that. I look like Daryl Palumbo because yeah. you don't look literally anything. the last thing on the planet. I'm like, this guy thinks I'm Daryl from Glassjaw. Yeah. He's like, I'm so into what you do. Like, it's so incredible. Like, so, and I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, can I get a picture? And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. We're talking for a while. And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you so much for this, Daryl. And I'm just like, mm. or no, he asked me for an autograph or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then he wanted a picture. He's like, I can't wait to show my friends that I met you, Daryl. And I was like. I have to tell you something. <laughs> I should have gone with it because I felt like actually telling him made it way more awkward. Yeah, yeah it did. You should have because like if you I just took felt the picture bad. with him and then he walked away and went home to his friends, 
And we're like, hey, I met Daryl from Glassjaw. And they're like, that's not Daryl from Glassjaw. Like, he would have looked like an idiot, but, like, you wouldn't have had to be right. there for it. Yeah. I feel like if literally if you could draw, like, the opposite the opposite of what I look like, it would probably be Daryl. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it was seriously, like, I'm standing there and I'm like, man, this is, this is, this kid's like gushing to Jonah right now. And he's like, he said something like, Worshipman Tribute was like a big yeah. part of my life. And you're like, I could see your facial expression go from, to, like, just completely and utterly. It was, it was like a very quick shift where you're like, oh, like, this is so validating to this stuff that I do to like, Worship and tribute confusing. Oh wait, this guy <laughs> thinks I'm someone totally else. He doesn't care about what I do at all. <laughs> <laughs> like it really like put me kind of in my place. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anything put you in your place as much as Fest last year did. Like you were so bummed for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I was as a. You know how it goes. You should have been bummed. I know, you know. At all. You do that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you be in a dark place. <laughs> you work your way out of it. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Never. you know, you know, it didn't help. Disney. I feel like that really, <laughs> <laughs> that really pushed me into just a dark, oh my dark God. place. Those pictures are some of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... May have like consumed something beforehand. <laughs> oh, a lot of something. <laughs> that was not a good idea. And it was just so hot. And we're just going at all the, these. It's a small world. <laughs> I feel like these robots can see the real me. <laughs> I was making eye contact with all the, the characters, and it's a small world. And I was like, they can see like the real me. They know, man. <laughs> yeah, like for some reason, like all of my insecurities were like amplified. <laughs> on the rides and it was yeah i mean it was yeah in the photos like every Dude. photo i just i'm like staring straight ahead sweating <laughs> <laughs> and everyone my favorite one was test track because there's a there's a small child next to you in this car and you are asleep it's like, are, dude, it's the hand I, that's like drooping down. You're in a car going like 80 miles an hour, open top on a track, and you are asleep like next to a child. Like, yeah! just like sleeping. That was that was the most fun weekend between yeah. Disney and then Fest. That was well, fun. then we stayed at that Nickelodeon like children's room. Oh yeah. Yeah, we thought it'd be funny to stay at that Nickelodeon hotel. And, and then, then it was wasn't funny. way creepy. And then I was like, oh, we're like the old guys with like beards and tattoos and yeah. a bunch of families. <laughs> like, so how many kids are with you this evening? Uh, just nope. two men. <laughs> Current men. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, here's your room key. Yeah. yeah, good thing we didn't tell them it was actually eight grown men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Traveling together in a van. <laughs> Oh man, good times on the road. I, but I, I really, the weirdest part about that is that we all thought it would be a really good idea because of the water park that was at the hotel. Like not realizing, like that's a kids' like, water park. Kind of cheap too. Yeah, it was cheap. But I mean, the cheap. big that, that thing was, was, like sold it. was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, but that was like the final straw. Like it was like ten dollars <laughs> more to stay there, or like five other places. And we're like, well, this one has a really cool water park. It won't be weird when eight grown men go to this kid's <laughs> water park at a Nickelodeon hotel. 
And then Mike, yeah, Mike was like, I got two wristbands. <laughs> so no one's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we just kind of like barricaded ourselves in the room. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to be Yeah, like- Mike was like, don't leave. <laughs> I felt like I was going to get arrested just for being there. Yeah, it felt really, really weird. Yeah. I feel like that was all Mike's doing, though. Yeah. Mike's, Mike can make you feel like very like self-aware about things just because he's so like freaked out by them like it's like don't look come into this hotel in twos it wait at least 15 minutes like and it's like the guy the guy's just sitting there not caring but you're like now you're psyched out right like man i'm gonna get caught i'm gonna go to jail (laughs) like like, it would never be that big of a deal but I well, felt the like, other day when we were at that hotel, and like Mike was like, "We should stagger it out." There's only one entrance into this hotel room. That's what I'm saying. And like, like the, so the was guy like was like and, on his laptop. Like, so it was like me and Chad. You guys like walked like I don't know ten cars out, and I was like, "Chad, you know, it's, like we could wait till now or wait like 15 minutes. It's not gonna matter." <laughs> so we just left. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, like even like even like when we were practiced the other like the first time <clears throat> we practiced the new songs for this set, like I I messed up a part of the song. And Mike literally was like, don't mess this up for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I knew he was kind of kidding, but I knew he wasn't either. And I was like, so now I'm like, so, dude, I can't miss a note. Like, I'm going to ruin this for everyone now. <laughs> there goes fun shows ever again. <laughs> Mike's going to hear this and be like, I'm not like that. <laughs> he's not like that, but it's, it's yeah, just he's funny. Really not. <laughs> I feel like we've hit on a lot of really hot-button issues on this podcast. <laughs> Tons of hot buttons. It's probably the most important podcast you've ever done. It is. It feels like it's got a real depth to it. <laughs> a real weight. Country music, crabs, Michael York, Nickelodeon hotels, Disney World. The Lots, internet. All the, all the big issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys have, have this tour, and then you're going, you're doing the West Coast of Circus soon? Yes. Well, we do. We start in the West Coast, and it comes all the way back around, like up the East Coast. It ends in Philly. Okay. Yeah, Chad we, will be on his honeymoon, so he's meeting. We, we have to drive straight out to California, so he's going to meet us. Well, probably at your parents' house for Thanksgiving in Arizona, yeah. and then um, we start the tour like back east. So it's like two weeks, something like that. So you're driving to California. Uh, no shows on the way. Yeah, we're driving straight out to David's parents in Arizona okay. for Thanksgiving. And then the tour starts the day after that. So, in San Diego. Yeah. So we're just going to drive straight out there and then Chad will meet us in Arizona and then start the tour. How so. much time do you allot to drive to Arizona from Maryland? I think like, we were talking about leaving the 24th. Even Monday, maybe getting there Wednesday night. Yeah. Hopefully. That's not going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. You'll meet my parents when we play Phoenix. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm very excited for well, that. Well, maybe my mom. My dad might be in Dallas. Gotcha. Yeah, you've met my parents a couple times. Yeah. yeah. David's parents' house is like the stop of tour. Really? Uh, yeah, they have a pool. Just drink beer, talk, hang out around the pool. They always cook for us. It's, it's the best. That's awesome. We never want to play a fun. show when we go there because it's just like... Yeah, we just want to like... I just want to stay here and hang, hang out. out with David's parents. Yeah. Your dad... Like with the dude, your dad cracks me up every time. <laughs> Yo, Joe! <laughs> your dad cracks me up every time. Like he had the... like. He had like his cigarettes he was trying to hide, and he like I'm gonna go take out the trash. And your mom and me, your mom and me was like, I know, I know, out there smoking cigarettes. Takes out the trash 15 times a day. 
He thought yeah, he was just like, oh yeah. He thinks fresh. he's like being real slick. Yeah, like he came back in and like he was like, I was sitting on the couch and he was like, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom called him like he was like vacuuming the pool or something. And she like comes out to ask him some question. He like puts his hand behind his back and just like sitting there, like talking to her. She's like, "Joe, I see smoke coming from your head." It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know you're smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, she caught me actually smoking on my sister's wedding. Oh really? Yeah. She didn't know you smoked. She probably had an idea. She, yeah. mom, she knows. Yeah, no, yeah. mom's know But she was, she, yeah, she was just like. You gotta stop that. <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm starting to see him. Yeah, that sounds great. And then, uh, what else do you guys have? On We're doing Europe in January for two weeks, and then that's it for now. That's all we have planned. So the things in the works, but that's all we have set in stone. So when is a good time for me to move to Ken Island? <laughs> Probably like say? February. February. I mean, it'll be cold. Okay, but it'll be cold here too. Yeah, I'm used to cold. Yeah. Yeah, probably February would be the best time. Because okay. then you can get acclimated and then have a full summer of drinking at dock bars and going getting sweaty at the jetty. Getting sweaty at the jetty, eating crabs, doing dumb things with your friends, go kayaking. Sounds great. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> Move in with my grandma, it's right on the water. <laughs> can work at Royal Farms. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I lost my job. <laughs> you you would <laughs> you would not believe the amount of people that would go. So here, I hear, I hear, your, I hear, the restaurant was sold. Are they going to give you a job at Royal Farms? What, like, what makes you think that like waiting on tables is on the same level as like being the guy who takes the money for your gas? <laughs> like, like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but like. Like you just assume that I need a job that bad that I'm just gonna beg Royal Farms like, like screw you guy. Like, <laughs> like I hope they take over the staff. A lot of these people, I don't know what they'll do. It's like they'll get another job. <laughs> so, there's jobs. I don't have one, but. <laughs> wow, nice job, dude. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> it seems so sincere. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Zach, Dave, and Kyle from Pianos. Um, I know I said become this, the teeth. Become the teeth. Where did that name come from? You guys, you guys didn't talk about. that. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I've made so many puns about it that the, if, if it's I asked, kind of begging for if that, I asked right. them about the name, they would probably think I was making fun of them. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure where they where it, it came sounds from. like some like a literature reference or something yeah or if it's not that's the lie that i would tell you know i was in the band you know what's crazy is they practice across from this like piano like liquidation place where mm. it's like it's and then they recorded at this place uh where we did the the last where we did the un record too actually and it's above a dentist's office so literally like lucas and my band figured out like literally they rehearse across from the piano place and then they become the teeth recording above the dentist place and we brought that up and they're like oh yeah i was like this is crazy right <laughs> like me and lucas were free we're like, this is the most insane thing ever and they're like uh-huh <laughs> like didn't didn't really think it was that crazy or care and uh, you know like so they did just pull it out of their ass maybe that was a subconscious thing i don't know i, I 
Yeah, maybe it was a subconscious thing. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, sure. So maybe some of you listeners will who aren't in pianos. <laughs> those guys, I think, are sick of hearing about it. Um, but yeah, check out their record, Keep You. It's great. Um, what else is going on with you, Brad? You know, just doing the do here, getting ready for the holiday season. Holidays are upon us, my friend. Just got back from London. Um, it was cool. Saw a bunch of recording studios, you know, which is cool if you like recording studios do you like recording studios yeah i do it's fun to see some of them uh i didn't get to see abbey road which i was kind of psyched to see but i did see some pretty awesome places that uh that would be fun to work in yeah Mm -hmm. so that might happen yeah that'd be great we'll keep us posted so if you need to record anywhere in london area just let me know yeah hit me up i will let you know i haven't been there in a really long time i'd love to go back Mm. london's fun it's expensive but yeah, is it more expensive than here? I think so, especially I think probably with the exchange rate. Yeah, exchange rate is not good, but um, yeah, it's fun. It's a good spot. Yeah. Um. So what else? Yeah, you can check us out. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Um, we have a Facebook page. You know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. So keep posted. And uh, yeah, we release an episode pretty much every Wednesday. I think we're yeah we're creeping up on 150 which is yeah, crazy right. to think about mm-hmm. it's crazy so um yeah but thanks to everyone who sent in donations and helped uh help support the podcast that's super awesome uh yeah thanks to pianos for coming by uh thanks to epitaph for setting it up christine over there is awesome and uh thank you everyone for listening we will be back next week yeah.